Welcome to a new episode of Tales from 2000. If you're watching live, the second half of this week's stream. Uh, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do, but oh, gnome. <laughs> oh, God. We were going to start introductions with Ellis. Now we're going to start introductions with Mary. I got out oh. of it. Hey, everybody. I'm Mary-Kate Mead. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NerdOnWheels15. Uh, I'm on tonight's show. As well on Saturday's Heroic Journeys, where I got to forget about my daughter. Other than that, uh, you can catch Oprah and Beholder to No One for the Deadlands 2 shot. Uh, episode 1 is out, and we're recording episode 2 tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. I'm playing Caddy Finch, the lovable teen that doesn't know how to be a teenager. Hello, everyone. I'm Sammy. I go by Sammy Bear on Twitch and Arcane Venom on Twitter and on Hit Record. I just, I don't know why I keep slipping into this radio voice in the second on the second intro for some reason. Um, anyway, you can find me on Hit Record where you can see my music, voice acting, and writing clips. Go to hitrecord.org, look up Arcane Venom. And as Bobby said, I play Wally, the nerd of the group who has a lot of things to consider right now. It's almost like we only have two more weeks left in the season after this week. Hi, my name is Hina. I have my own channel on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash GM Hina, where I run a D&D 5e campaign and a Monster of the Week campaign. And I play Ebony Stephenson, the richest girl in Loman, who is ready to get some shit done. I told you, I was going to call Ellis, but thanks to Oh Gnome, we went to Mary. And then you went, oh, yeah, I got out of it. You got straight at the <laughs> I meant it as a joke. <laughs> How often do I take a joke and make it reality and everyone suffers? Fuck off. That's my brand. My name is Ellis. I'm... And that's time. Oh, for fuck's sake. It is roughly 11 o'clock. You know, about the time when the mall would be open. We know what Wally and Buck have been doing. Ebony, Caddy, and Violet. Uh, Ebony, while you're there, they start bringing food. And then they keep bringing food. The cheeseburger is here. The country fried steak with eggs and hash browns is here with a double ordering of bacon. There's the brown sugar oatmeal, which I actually kind of love the bit of it's the whole wheat of sugar. It's good for you. (laughs) No, it's sugar with molasses, so it's extra bad for you. But just all this food is piled in front of Caddy. Caddy doesn't know how to handle this. <laughs> Ebony is just looking towards it. Oh my god, that's a lot of food. Well, I'll never even let her eat dairy. That's sad. So we gotta make it happy. Oh, well, and a I, milkshake. Can we do a milkshake? I don't think she can eat this much. You don't have to eat all of it. How are you going to pay for this? You didn't think this through, did you? I did not think this through. <laughs> She kind of rubs her head, and then she'll pull out her black card and hold it up. <laughs> I love that you pointed that out, because I had that that scene sitting in my back pocket, but you kicking it off is just so much funnier. You're welcome. Caddy's going to poke at the bacon and, like, see what it does, and then try Like, she's using a fork, This is a proper diner. They deep fry their bacon. Oh, boy. She'll, she'll grab one of the pieces of bacon and show her, like, it's fine, and she takes a bite of say, it. If you haven't had deep fried bacon, you haven't had ba- bacon cooked properly. But she's going to try and stab it with a fork and, like, eat it with a fork. You're going to try and stab it with a fork, and she's going to, like, crumble, yes. just, like, oh. shatter. You got you to gotta okay. pick it up, honey. You, you got to touch it. And she tries it, and it's just this look of, like, finishes the piece, goes for another one, and... <laughs> 
starts trying a little bit of everything what and like her eyes flavors? light up. <laughs> what food has good flavors? Food? <laughs> <laughs> Ebony's probably happen. just having a, a cup of water and just washing. Um, we're we're gonna need some doggy bags with this side benefit, Gaddy. We also just went grocery shopping. Score. Uh, this is really good. Like how? Yeah. I mean, I'm. I feel a little sick to my stomach. Yeah, don't eat too much. Yeah, we dropped you in the deep end. We and she looks towards her. <laughs> What's the sweet business? I came in and this was being delivered. What I do you mean? You included. No, I'm not going to be your partner in crime here. I just paid for the shit. <laughs> See, we. No, that's not what I was meaning. Oh, my God. Do you want me to take it back? <laughs> she just kind of crosses her arms. Caddy's just, like, holding the milkshake. <laughs> just, like, that watching this, this happen. <laughs> oh, my God. She just goes back to her water. It's the strawberry milkshake, because all milkshakes in Lomond are strawberry. They're all strawberry. We don't have chocolate here. But... Honestly, that actually might take you guys all the way up to 11 for her to try all of this damn yeah. food. <laughs> yes, honestly. Wally, Buck, you guys have finished weeding Nana's garden. Is there a sun hat for each of us? There, there can be. There can be a sun hat for each of you. There's also rubber high waters to get into the thorn bushes. Uh, that's probably me. I've already got thorn bush wounds in my legs. You guys are finally done. And Nana... Is standing there, arms crossed. She's been standing there like a prison warden, basically the entire time. In fact, yeah, Nana came out with a whistle, and whenever you guys started looking like you weren't working, she blew the whistle and startled you. But now that you're done, her arms unfold, her smile, like her face warms. She gives Wally a great big hug and cries. Hi, <sighs> Nana. Wally, what were you? doing out there. That's what I wanted to ask. Like, apologize to me or not. You should know, accomplice. I'm, what am, Actually, he didn't know anything. But I'm sorry. My shop liver. What were you doing out there? You're getting picked up by the cops on the side of the road? I just, I had to know something. What? Where, where was your bike? Can we talk about this inside? Yeah, I'll go make some lemonade. Fuck yeah, lemonade. And sorry, inside, yeah. there is Freak a big yeah. old tub of country time lemonade mix oh the best hey i'll tell you i love it I, it's just all right boys can sit down cool off i'll make some sandwiches here's the lemonade but you gotta tell me what's going on wally and maybe we should wait until you're sitting down first okay and she'll just like pull a chair over kind of have to sit down because nana's a big old lady Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Movement is not easy for Nana. I'm sitting. Tapping on the table, trying to figure out how to tell her this. And decides the direct approach is probably the best. Hang on. Hang on a second. Uh, Buck goes and gets, like, a piece of paper and a pencil. All right. Wait, what are you going to do? Take notes? Well, yes. Every, I'm taking notes on what everybody's saying lately, because every time somebody says something, I need to tell somebody else. It, he just turns towards Nana. So, uh... I kind of may have sort of gone looking for answers, and I went over to the sunken church. You fucking what? Thank you, Buck. Means I don't have to say it. But also, you fucking what? Thank you. 
for joining me over here. Yes. Nana doesn't like the curse, but at the same time... I know, it's just after everything you guys told me yesterday, I, I, I had to know. What made you think there'd be answers at the church? You know, I'm really good at figuring things out and, and thinking things through, but at that moment, it wasn't about what I was thinking. It was about what I was feeling. Wally, I, that, that's not a normal place. You might not have come back. I know. That doesn't make me less upset with this, Wally. No, and I I knew you deserved the direct truth. So if anybody if, understands, you would. If you rode your bike there, why didn't you have your bike when you were in the middle of town? Because I didn't come out from the church. The church is a very different place, but I'm going to assume that means you were in the caves. So you know about them, too. Wally, you can't go in the caves. There's nothing good in the caves. Wally? What's up, Buck? You said you were looking for answers. Yeah. You, uh, there's two questions that I have that are important here. Answers to what? Um, did you find any answers at all? I need to find out more about, I guess, me. About my family. And I thought it was as good a place as any find, to find them. They're, they're not there, Wally. They're, I know. They're gone. I know that. It was just she starts impulse. to tear up. Because Nana's losing it. And this isn't angry. Nana's fighting back hard tears right now. Wally, when I said she goes to the church and we'll come back, if you don't come back, I won't even know you were gone. And not only that, you being here is the only reason I even remember I had a son. If you're gone, the last trace of my son is gone. Every trace of you is gone. It's all gone. When I find your parents, that's fine. But I told you last night, they exist in who you became. If you lose you, what little of them is left is just completely gone. Be nothing to find. I'm really sorry. You had a lot on you last night, Wally. Get it. I, me and Jones did what we could to answer questions, obviously. There were some things you didn't think you could ask or some stuff you didn't think we could answer, but I'm not trying to keep anything from you. There's been one secret I've ever kept from you, Wally. You know it now. And I you know why I didn't tell you. Because it's just pain. I wouldn't give you pain if you find it. I, I, I can't stop that, but I'm not going to give you that kind of pain, that kind of hurt. It's never to lie to you, Wally. Buck's just sitting there, not part of this family, taking notes awkwardly. No, I mean, I'm not taking notes on the family and the family part. I'm mostly just taking notes on what Wally talks about and then going to the church about. I mean, I am. I'm still like holding the pencil and the paper, but yeah. the moment I want to like get up and give Nana a hug, but that's not my job. It's yours. And then, then point Wally at does. point at Wally yeah. and give her a hug. Wally gives Nana the biggest hug. She she hugs you so tight, you feel like you can't breathe, and you realize neither Buck in town is the strongest person in town. It's probably Nana because your bones might be turning the dust with the strength of this hug. But as she is just squeezing you for dear life, 
through the tears. She just says, Wally, I need you to promise me. And she lets go and like pulls you her. I need you to promise this to me, Wally. You can't go back there. Can't lose you. I understand. You, you and your friend have been through a lot the last couple of days. Go. Go have fun. Do do whatever you need. Here's 20 bucks. Uh, Wally? Yeah? Want to go watch some cartoons? Yeah, it sounds good. With that, we cut to two cars pulling up to the Lomond Galleria. An old Cadillac. And whatever Ebony's driving today. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably the same car that, that she actually got the uh, recording thing out of. Probably, yeah. She's probably true. sticking with it. Yeah. With the one car. <laughs> Aunt Violet needs to help Caddy get new everything. So y'all get to have a shopping trip at the mall, which means what all do you guys want to do on your Sunday afternoon at the mall? Ebony is going to also look for a better cage for sprinkles better engagement just to kind of yeah. especially given what we talked about just to help keep a better eye on it and probably a few um like a like a camera and some stuff like that okay again rich is going lowmont your stories aren't really about not affording things so right just get those yeah she gets some surveillance stuff and and other things now the important character development is caddy's mom's no longer around to tell caddy what she can and can't wear Ebony has been the most pivotal person in Caddy's new wardrobe. Maybe even more than Caddy. <laughs> Which means you guys get to decide what Caddy's new look is. Final decisions, obviously, Caddy's. However, yeah. we've seen how this goes. I feel like once uh, Ebony gets her shopping out of the way, she'll kind of go, all right, now it's time for important shit. So, what would you like to wear? Clothes? Um, I got that. I hope so. No, I mean more along the lines of, like, style. You know, styles. Like, if you could pick what store to go into, what store would you pick? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, Mom goes to Sears. Ugh, none of that. We're not bringing up your mom. This is you now. Oh, um... I wish your mother well, don't get me wrong. No, no, um, I just, I... I I don't do this. I, I don't know this kind of thing. Uh, it's a little overwhelming. Okay, let's start slow then. Okay. I got you. You won't, You can trust me, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take the nodding as a yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> She's going to carefully take her hand and start walking uh, just around the mall, like stopping to get maybe something to eat, just kind of pointing at each store and going, okay, so this is the type of clothes that you wear if you like this kind of stuff kind of like that kind of talk just to showcase each store that she can pick from to instead give her an idea of what kind of fashion she might be interested in just by looking kind of walking around i would say like one thing that you would see is caddy like when she sees jeans she kind of is, is intrigued by that you've never seen her wear jeans yeah. ever it's been khakis or a skirt or something uh that style the magic of denim <laughs> she'll she'll stop and she'll look towards the store that that Caddy's looking in, and she's like, "You want to go in this one?" Yeah, I sure. Um, 
Oh my God, I need a new pair of jeans. Like I just bought these brand new boots and they're so cute, but none of the jeans I have work with it. <laughs> she just kind of smiles towards her. Oh, um, yeah, that, that, that's cool. Katty kind of goes to different clothes and things and she kind of looks at them and, and you can tell like she picks things out that are almost like too big for her in a way. Nothing that would like fit really well is more of like, like giant jackets or things. And she has no idea how to dress herself really at all. Okay, hold on. Well, and she's just kind of really like Fubu. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just puts her hands together and she'll stand up. Do you want my help a little bit here? Yeah. You like I, these, yeah? I. It's okay. I just I don't. So know. it's a no. And she points towards her. Don't stop. Hold on. Hear me out. When you start making excuses for the, what you're picking, it's a no. Oh, okay. You gotta be happy with what you're picking, honey. You gotta pick stuff that makes you feel good. Confident, happy. Do these make you happy? And she holds the clothes that, that she picked out. No. Then they aren't worth your time, honey. And she just throws them back behind her. <laughs> there's this, making... there's like one person working at the shop that's just like, Jesus. She actually holds out like a $100 bill towards her. There you go. Understandable. Yeah, she smells. <laughs> The store is ours. Let's pick stuff you like. And she just kind of grabs her hands. I'm so excited. Uh, Caddy kind of goes around and like, you, you see her more apprehensive as, at first, but then she kind of goes to a section. It's almost like a girly type grunge type clothing. It's like <gasps> ripped jeans a little bit. There was not like a jean jacket, but like an Anoran Dak jacket. She will look towards you and put a hand or chest. Oh, that section? Darling, I, I love it. Oh, um, it looks comfy and I like it. Um, that's all you need to say. And she points towards her. That's all you need to say. Let's pick out stuff. Oh my gosh. And she just starts looking through the shirts and stuff. And with that, we then cut to fashion montage time. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think like at the end of it, she's picked out like different types of jeans and things. They're more well-fitting. Like a lot of the stuff she wore was more like flowy or baggy or just whatever her mom would want her to like hide under. And she's actually picked out things like, I would say it's a mix of like grunge into like girly of like the share from like Clueless, like a mixture of the two of like more fitting styles, not like necessarily super revealing, but like compared to like turtleneck that she used to wear, yes. But she kind of like, she's really like, looks nice. And you can see like her hourglass figure and that she just, she's kind of a little happier wearing it. And you actually see her look in the mirror and not like turn away right away. But there's still apprehension, but it's better. Ebony will cross her arms and just look towards her. Okay, stop right there. You've already stolen my heart. What do you want? What more could you take from me? And she just kind of smiles a bit. I like it. <laughs> oh, and my heart is completely stolen and she waves her hands up. Thank you. I I don't know. I'm part of me is really upset that the house well, it's gone now, but there's no way I could have ever done something like this with my mom here and I don't know what to do when she's back to being better. I bet he will nod to that a little bit. I mean, it's good to make good out of bad situations like we do. And I always got your back, girl. If your mom stops you from being happy, I'll do everything in my power to stop that. That's not okay. 
just be happy with it now, I guess. Now, at this point, you guys are loaded up with bags and boxes. You don't see Violet, like, just hanging in the store at the food court. Oh. Did she leave us? Um, Or is this not normal? You know her better. I don't think she... She wouldn't do that, especially right now. She would stick around unless unless something bad happened. I don't normally she'd tell me that maybe check the car. I don't okay. I don't know. So Yeah, let's let's go put this stuff in my car and we'll go check for hers. Yeah, I I figure you guys would have probably like parked right by each other. Yeah. And everything. And so you head there, you see her car is still there, but I I there might be a fire inside. There's a lot of smoke in that car. Oh. I'm running over. I think Ebony has an idea of what's happening. Uh, uh, she holds that. Oh, it's too late. Okay. She's just going to kind of sigh, letting the bags kind of fall to her sides and walk. You see through the smoke in the windows, you see your aunt. Maybe she's passed out in her seat. The chair's reclined back. There, there's food containers everywhere. Is she okay? <laughs> she's fine. She's going to put a hand on her shoulder. She's you you even hear the thumping of Sublime coming from the radio. She's she's blasted. She's high. I... Oh. Okay. Ebony is going to loudly knock on the window. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, she's fine. As like as soon as the window cracks from her rolling, just... Boom. Oh, God. And she's backing up from it. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, girls. Why, uh... uh I I didn't want to intrude in your girl time. Oh, I must have lost track of time. Yeah, that's easy to do with whatever you're doing. And she points towards the car. It's it's fine. Isn't this illegal? I mean, you're not the law. Yeah, but that doesn't mean a car outside wouldn't see it. Yeah. You're in. You are in a parking lot. That's pretty bad. Caddy, I ate your chicken fried steak. That's looks that's like you okay. ate everything. Don't worry about it. It's 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 fine. I can make dinner and stuff. It's it's not a problem. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, uh, you girls are done. Yeah, yeah. I got. I'll pull up a bag. Oh, awesome! She goes. She grabs her keys for a second. Stops. Seems like there's a lot of bags there. Ebony, you you have a lot more space in the back of your car. You mind driving? Cabby are you even? Okay? Yeah. Are you even okay to drive right now? Yeah, that's what I thought. And she's going to open her car trunk and put the bags in. Okay, um, just, just, uh, do you need us to take you home or? No, 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 I can't, I can't afford the car to get impounded again. I'll, I'm going to sober up. I'll get home in a couple hours. Just, please, please be careful, okay? Ebony yeah. is going to write down her phone number and hold it out towards her. I know you memorized it because you called me earlier today, but... Just in case, because I don't know what the hell you smoked. And she holds it out towards her. Call us once you get home, yeah? Yeah. I, it's natural. And she tucks the phone number. Sure. So, Buck, Wally, do you guys just spend the rest of the day watching cartoons? Buck's uh, the lead on that, so... <laughs> we can... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, we'll... Watch cartoons for a little bit, and then I'll just—I'll probably—I probably turn to him and ask him if he wants to go anywhere. I do something else. No, I think I've had enough of outside for a bit. 
yeah, maybe, you know, we, we could look at the internet. The internet does things, right? Heard of this new thing called the internet. It's fine. You guys spend the rest of the time until about four o'clock when uh, there is a knock at Wally's front door and Nana comes into the room to Buck let you know your uncle's here to take you home. I almost forgot to ask this before. Actually, I did forget to ask. How'd you, how'd you get a hold of my uncle? I'm Nana. You think a kid's gonna stay the night in my house and I not figure out who their parents are? At least legal guardian? Let's be honest. I don't know you. I mean, I know, I know you well enough now, but... Exactly. But uh, how? Anna knows all. Uh, you know what? I will relent on that. Fair there enough. it is. It's a real simple thing, Buck. I have two words for you. Yeah. Phone tree. Always yeah. trust in the phone tree. We have different last names. Yeah, but you're also the British kid in town. Ah, you know, fair enough. Guess I'm gonna go say hi to my uncle. When you head to the front door, kind of standing, waiting, somewhat impatiently, a little nervous as your uncle, you'll see a parked, well, parked, the car's still running, out in front of Wally's house as a taxi. Oh, hey! Yeah, the clock's still running, Buck. We gotta, we gotta get yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for letting me stay the night. I'll see you when class, Wally. Yeah, yeah. Um, he'll he'll see you in class next week. That that's for sure. Come on, come on, Buck. We gotta talk uh, about uh, stuff. And then I go ahead and I follow on over. He's taking a cab. Your uncle's definitely not confident to drive with a missing arm. He can't even make a sandwich. Yeah. Buck, like, I know you weren't the one in jail, but you got, I hear you're hanging out with a kid, he ends up in jail. I, I, I'm I, assuming you made me the sandwiches, and I want to say thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Nana said she dealt with whatever discipline need. She didn't, like, hit you, right? Like, I told her she can't hit you. Oh, no, she hasn't. Okay. She had us uh, pulling weeds most of okay. the, most the I, morning. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I got I mean, no problems with that. I've done it on the farm before. Exactly. It's just good work. But here's the thing, Buck. And at this point, you guys are in the taxi, the taxi driving. Yeah. That you guys can talk because you're not. Neither of you are driving. Yeah. It's just, of course. But you're not American. Do you know what happens if you end up arrested? I honestly don't know. They're gonna send you back, Buck. Uh. You're here on a student exchange program. You, you make waves. You're not a citizen. Like, they don't care. I... And honestly, given this thing, I love you, Buck, but I'm barely taking care of myself. They dig too much into this. They're definitely not going to see me fit to take care of you. Especially if they don't see me as having to. We're living on thin ice if you like it here. If you don't, you want to go home, you're having a bad time, that's fine, too. I mean, it's student exchange program either way. Yeah. But that'll also go away really quickly. I I mean, I had nothing to do with anything that was... That's... You're in America, kid. They don't fucking care. You end up pulled in by the cops if you have nothing to do with it. 
maybe you'll skate once, maybe twice if you're lucky. I have I had nothing to do with it. By the third time, they're not going to believe you. Well, uh, you're right. I'll I'll take that face value. All right, I'm, but, I'm just trying to give you a heads up on that. Like I said, you weren't the one that yeah. taken in by the cops, but it'll get real bad real fast because they can just get rid of the problem rather than dealing with it. And around here in this town, people love just getting rid of a problem <coughs> instead of dealing with it. Uh, uh, may, that may be more accurate than you know. It's just how some of the kid, how, how some of the other, other kids around here act. Nothing, nothing real, nothing big. Yeah. Okay. Um, nobody's like picking on you for being foreign, right? Like you're English. Oh, no. You're not that foreign. No, nobody's picking on me. More often than not, they're saying. Oh, you've got a lovely accent, and or trying my accents, and I just end up putting them to shame or something like that. Or they—I mean, I can't even place your accent half the time. Yeah, sometimes they just sound Irish or Scottish or Welsh or I, something. Yeah, but that's the thing, Buck. Just remember, around here, they get rid of the problem, so don't be the problem, okay? Because yeah. there's a little I could do on the best of days, and. I literally have one arm. There aren't best of days right now for me. That's that's fair. I promise I won't be the problem. Is anyone getting anything else of note accomplished today? Um, when I have Caddy in the car mm-hmm. and we are driving, I do want to tell her kind of a little bit about what I'm planning. So um, she's going to just be careful while she's driving. I did want to talk to you about the current circumstances we find ourselves in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is there something wrong now or is there new anything I'm really, that's wrong or I'm really worried about my uncle. Okay. Um he's in the Americana initiative, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. I'm worried because he can't get out. And he has no control over anything that's happening in there. He keeps getting stonewalled, it sounds like. He's very frustrated on the phone. He broke the phone today. That was weird. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know too much, but if we can at least figure out... Look, if the place that he's with or the group he works with are not going to stop, uh, well... What's his name? The guy that burned down my house. Right. We have to figure out a way. I mean, someone has taken Theo. Right. I mean, I, think- I, I want to trust him, but if he's still seeking his like superiors to do something. The biggest issue I have is he's obviously angry. He joined it because they were going to leave me alone. Obviously, they didn't. And then he still can't leave. They broke his, their promise. And she looks towards you a little bit while she's still driving and then looks back towards the road. It's, I want to help him either from the inside or get him out. I don't know if there's a way to get out of something like that. Then that would leave me only one option. No, but you shouldn't. Look, delving into something like that, that's, that's like cultist territory, okay? Like, have, there's, too many books that the things you have to do in those types of situations if you're not 
affiliated with someone, at least it gives you middle room to work both sides. If you're stuck on one side, well, it gives you less options. I mean, sure, you get to hear about the one side a lot, but it limits who you can work with, who can trust you. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what you should do, but there are things to think about. He said a name I don't recognize. Last couple, was it last night? I don't remember. Everything's blending together. He said a name that I don't recognize. What was it? Heather? Ebony? Yes. Give me a comprehend roll. Okay. I'm going to use a luck point. One success. One success doesn't give you any extra information, but you don't take a condition as your nose begins to bleed. She's going to just, like, natural move and grab, because I'm sure she did it before, to just test it, and she'll put it to her nose. Well, that tells us something. I know that not... I mean, you guys obviously don't trust my uncle, and I get it, but I've been alone for so long, and my uncle has always been there for me. I trust him because I see how angry he got. He doesn't want me part of this. I get that. But I don't want him to be part of it either. The best way I can see of getting him out or at least separated is figuring out, I guess, what they're doing and trying to sabotage from the outside. It doesn't feel like that's possible. Ebony, I have a very important question for you. Are you driving you and Caddy to your house or are you driving you and Caddy to Caddy's uh, aunt's? Probably to Caddy's aunt's. Okay. To drop off the bags and stuff. At this point, you guys are pulling up to Caddy's aunt's. I don't know. It's just... I don't want him hurt. I need my uncle. I understand. Look, it's not easy, but sometimes when we make choices, there's not an escape. There's not a way to undo what's been done. All you can do is try to mitigate everything after. That's why I'm telling you. No, what I'm trying to say, don't make the choice he did because obviously he regrets it. I understand. I do. But that's also why I'm telling you. I wanted to tell somebody else just in case something happened. I've already talked to him about it. Just please be careful. A car comes screaming down the road. Remember, Violet's house is in the backwoods near the swamps. Just (laughs) shoots by full speed. It's a jet black, very expensive sedan. Ebony, you would recognize it. Shit. And she's going to immediately put the car back into drive and get start following after it. All right. Caddy's still in the car. Give me a move roll. Even if it's the car? <laughs> yeah. It's movement. Okay. It's your reaction time and all that stuff. One success. Thank God. I only have cool. three dice. That's enough. You keep up with it. Yeah. Ebony, who is it? It's my uncle. Yeah. Caddy was asking, so I don't know if you tell Caddy. I probably don't. I'm probably more focused on making sure I don't lose him. So with one success, you're keep up with him, but just barely. Okay. Yeah, that means I probably can't talk to her. I'm probably too focused. You guys are in an SUV. Things get bumpy. Caddy, I'm going to need a move roll from you because of your condition. Because you're getting thrown around this car. I'm sorry. It's okay. I also don't think Caddy really had the time to rebuckle her seatbelt. 
No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you're minus one die. Yep, I have two dice right. now. I don't have move. <laughs> I don't either. Don't feel bad. All right, I'm going to use a luck. All right, I got one. Cool, oh. you do not injure yourself. <laughs> oh. I would have felt so bad. He cuts off the road into the woods. You're following him. This is why Caddy's getting bounced yeah, around. Yeah, I'm going to tell Caddy to hang on as I, as I keep following. You keep that following That would have been nice to know him. earlier. <laughs> I'm going to need um, one more move roll from you, Ebony, to stop in time. Okay. Because you're I, gunning it through the woods and his stopped car is going to come up on you very quickly. I have an assist die that I'm going use to use. That. Yes, it's a good time to use it. Two successes. Two six. All right. You're able to stop it safely enough that Caddy does not need to make another check to not hurt herself. The car is outside of the sunken church. It is on top of a now crumpled bicycle. The door is left open. Ebony's not even thinking. She's going to get out and she's going to start following him. The door to the sunken church is still open. It's up ahead. There's deep footprints because he was running, which means he was digging his heels in. He was just cutting through this mud. And you hear coming from the church, Tran, where the fuck are you, Tran? I know you're here. If I can Ebony, catch up to him, I'm going to grab his say, shoulder. Anyone who is running after him needs to make a move check. Okay. How many successes? Two. I got so excited because I have three dice, baby. I have one. <laughs> All right. So both of you would get there in enough time to see it happen. However, with two successes, Ebony, you get to your uncle at the door. Like he's just a few steps into the door. And you, gra you grab his shoulder like you said, but you also hear to both you and your uncle's left the sound of the hammer of a pistol clicking. You got two successes. You can make an action. I'm going to pull him down. Tran or your uncle? You already have your I, hand on your uncle. I have my hand on my uncle, so that's going to be the easier one. I'm going to do that. Just so he can avoid the gunshot. And I am going to, to yell also to Caddy if I can to get down, since I heard it in time. One success. Oh. I just rolled ten dice. I also... Got one success, which means you basically succeed. The gun goes off, and it a bullet narrowly misses your uncle. I'm going to try and manipulate him to go away. I'm going to say, I'm calling the, the cops are on the way right now. I'm holding till that manipulate is done, because what I'm doing is definitely not peaceful. <laughs> Two successes. <laughs> the cops? I work for the cops, Ebony. One more success. Tran begins backing away slowly with his gun still trained on you as he's talking. I'm going to put it, you know, I'm going to put the phone in my ear. Did you get my messages? Oh my God. Yes, you can. <laughs> I need you to make a magic roll. Since I only have one book remaining in my collection, can I use it? <laughs> yes, you can. Try to pull a summon? Yup. All right, that is four successes. So three lets you break reality, then one for the size of a person. That means the duration is just a few moments. But you can do this. Grandma, I renounce my mom's ways. I want a part of the coven. I need help. <laughs> you think this is magic, kid? At that point, you begin to hear 
is an old woman in a long dress with long white hair begins to rise from behind Tran. She seems to think it, and I'm going to point while I also kind of cover my uncle. Her movements aren't right. Almost as if there's frames missing from a film. In a flash, faster than you could ever imagine, she puts one hand over Tran's mouth, pulling his head back. The other hand rips out his throat in a single swipe. 